0: Hey guys, Dr. Ben here. Welcome to a Power Pack Brokerpreneur Bite. Get ready to dive into proven strategies for recruiting top talent, retaining your best agents, and skyrocketing sales in the next ten minutes. I'm your host, of course, Dr. Ben Spears, along with our real estate guru Matt Vai. Join us as we unravel the secrets to
1: take your brokerage to new heights. Let's dive in. So, online marketing would be fifth with the group that I'm given. Number four would be number four would be leads. Okay. So leads is a double-edged sword. How come? Because if you really do a good job going out there and generating leads, pretty quickly your agents feel like you're competing against them. So yep. you get one of two things. You get a whole bunch of agents that want you to continue generating leads. And as you grow, it just becomes more expensive for you. And then how do you stay ahead of that? Right? Yep. Makes sense? So let me dig into that for just a second, right? If I'm promising you two leads a month, and that's 24 leads a year, and you're somebody that, that doesn't convert leads really well, that might be sexy for you for about two months, but if you don't convert well, and that was the whole reason why you're there, that's not enough leads. I want leads that automatically magically turn into transactions, right? That's what a lot of right. agents are looking for. Right. Yeah, we talked about that. So I have to generate a lot of leads. When I start hiring more people, because I'm promising that, what do I have to do? Exponentially more leads. More leads. Right? And so then all I the people that
0: you head. had, we had talked about that before too. All the people you already have are like, where's my leads?
1: That's right, right or you just have to get it turned into a lead machine that is just so somewhere along the line it becomes too big too much to to do it at the level that you need to or you just keep a small office right which is completely cool now this is the top power brokers right but yep. when you keep a small office so as far as as far as leads go i would be very i'd be very focused on trying to generate whatever was trending in the market as far as leads go i know that's easier said than done right Right now, that means I would be doing everything I could to go after seller leads. So I would be spending some money trying to create seller lead opportunities. You follow me? Yep. Because we're in a market right now that the more listings, the better off that we are. Yep. So absolutely, I'd be trying to, but if that changes, if that shifts, it's not like I wouldn't try to get some buyer leads, but I think that those are going to come automatically, right? My main focus would be trying to generate the, the seller side of the lead right now.
0: Yeah, so buyer, buyer leads are definitely the low, low hanging fruit.
1: Easy to create, right? So number three would be recruiting. Okay, and I know we're on the recruiting real estate podcast, right? I get that, but number three. <laughs> but Let me go. are, Oh, God. <laughs> for those of you who are, who are just listening instead of watching, <laughs> Ben just flipped his lid. So number three would be uh, number three would be recruiting. I'm talking about hard dollars spent on uh, on educating my staff so that they knew how to recruit at a very high level. I would be spending a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy on making sure they understand how to attract the right people, how to get more quality appointments, how to make sure that they are, how to make sure that they get and stay connected with people because it is a marathon, not a sprint. I would be spending a lot of time, effort and energy on that. I would stop spending so much money on buying recruits, okay? So I would recruiting bonuses for managers and everything. I know a bunch of people out there are going to tell, tell me I'm crazy with this, but the recruiting manager bonuses, I think, that, I think it needs to be tied to profitability, if, especially if you're a full-service brokerage, the days of you being able to incentivize the manager to hire people. For, for, brokers, that, for brokers that have done that, they know what ends up happening, right? For, for broker owners, I shouldn't say brokers. For broker owners that, that have done that, they know what ends up happening. Is you get a whole bunch of numbers in there, you throw them all up against the wall, and and you lose a bunch of them, and and the reason why is because there was a financial benefit to bringing them on for the manager, not necessarily a financial benefit for bringing them on to the company, okay? So what I would do is I would start limiting those bonuses, right? Start restructuring those bonuses so that they're paid on the first transaction, or so that they're paid after. At the end of six months or, or whatever it is and make it a bigger bonus if the person hits certain productivity but that way you've got that revenue coming in instead of just paying someone to, to have hired to have put a body in a seat right yep and, and I would take control of I'd take control of that part of the, the training on the for the manager for recruiting also so that, that would be a big part of what I that would be a big part of what I did. Uh, and the truth is Ben and I know that you know this but, but let me go ahead and throw this out there. Even with some pretty lucrative bonuses, there's still managers that don't recruit. Oh yeah. They've got the money dangling in front of them and it's still not enough to motivate them to do that. And the reason why, and you and I have talked about this on webinars and podcasts in front of groups of people in coaching, pitching, all that kind of stuff. We've talked about this. There's a big difference between a recruiting mindset manager and a retention mindset manager. know who you've got sitting in the desk and from a recruiting standpoint, know how to play to that. Know how to play to that person. Know how to get that person motivated to do what they need to do. Yeah. Sometimes you'll do better with recognition with people than you will with money. Believe no, it or absolutely. not. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially retention-minded brokers. You put them on a pedestal for things. They look at it completely different than money, but a whole different conversation, right? How many?
0: How many? How many people? How many brokers have we taken through a Redwood recruit the Redwood recruiting program, and they're like pretty classified as your retention i'm better at retention than recruiting and then saying i don't even i don't even necessarily feel like i'm recruiting right this process fits just my 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 culture as a human being not even the office
1: people tell us that i feel like and this isn't a sales pitch okay but but people are just like how did i not know about this earlier how did I not know that there was another way to bring people into my brokerage? Why did I feel like smile and dial was the only way of doing this, right? Yeah. And, and and so if, and if smile and dial works, man, smile and dial. But if, if you don't think that's the only way for you, just understand there is a better way that you can do this. And it takes some training and it takes some know-how and it takes some tools leveraged the right way. But absolutely, it can be done. And if you're a retention mindset person, we've, we've got the solution for that. And if you're a smile and dial, I can take you to a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, Act
0: now while supply is left. No, I'm sure. <laughs> I love
1: that voice. Why yes, is that the first yes. time I'm hearing that voice? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's your FM DJ voice, man. And
0: so we've got five is online marketing, four is lead gen, three is recruiting. Round out the t- round out the top two here.
1: So tech would be number two. Okay. okay. And, and the reason why is because I think all of the stuff that's going on right now is hiding the fact of how much technology is changing the industry. Yep. And I, I think that people should be paying attention to make sure that they don't get lost. Yeah. Okay. And yep. and so some of that is just hiring somebody and having somebody in the office that, that, that understands it. And go get a, if, if you're in a college town and you don't have an intern that you're paying a few hundred dollars a month, that keep them away from your QuickBooks and stuff like that, that's not what I'm talking about. Don't, put, don't turn on your Great Plains accounting system for this cat, but, but cut them loose on some other stuff and say, man, what are you hearing about? What do you know? What do you see happening? And, and what is it that I need to be, what is it that I need to be looking at and, and all that kind of stuff. Just get them to roll up their sleeves and talk to you a little bit about tech and see the direction some of this happening. Don't take one opinion and throw everything into one opinion but absolutely start collecting that information and start putting it into a place that you can do something with it from a tech standpoint.
0: Yep. I know that i I mean, I can guess what number one is.
1: If you've been writing things down, then
0: <laughs> So I know, know you probably don't think it's, don't think it's training, but I would, I honestly think number one is true.
1: <laughs> ben, you're brilliant. Feel, feel free to elaborate. Ben, you're as always, Ben, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I do think that uh, I do think that, that training is uh, is number one, and especially right now with everything that's going on, and with us being unsure of how it's going to happen, whenever we get and whenever we get out of it, I, th- I think training is absolutely mission critical. Uh, so, if whether you're talking about training your managers to recruit better, whether you're talking about training your IT people whether you're talking about training your staff, invest in your staff, teach them how to be a transaction coordinator. If you want to talk about retention and recruiting stuff that's going to make a difference, turn one of your staff members into a transaction coordinator. You can start making revenue, even if it's a minimal amount and you start making revenue off of that, the staff gets paid a little bit more at the same time that the that the the uh, agent gets a huge benefit out of it. And think about if you're sitting in front of a, 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 an agent that's doing 25 transactions a year and they're talking about getting a, a breakthrough happening and you go, oh yeah, I have a staff member who does transaction coordinating and for 75 bucks a transaction they'll handle all that for you uh, for the first 12 months that we work together what is that going to do for that person that's a game changer for them so train your staff invest in them if you're a broker owner and, and i know these thousand brokers are really good at this right but but i'm talking to that i'm talking to them if they're not doing it but i'm talking to all the other people that are out there trying to struggle and trying to get to that next trying to get to that next level I hope that like hell that you're out there getting educated on everything that's going on. Don't give up on tech. Don't give up on learning what ClickFunnels is. Don't give up on learning how to leverage uh, YouTube the way that you need to. Don't just turn it over uh, to your staff and say, you all better understand this and let's figure it out. You get the pulled over your eyes that way, right? You'll end up heading in a bad direction. Continue your learning, continue your education, continue your growth, continue moving in the direction that you need to move in, in order for you to get better even if this is going to sound ridiculous and you're going to, you laugh me off the podcast for this, right? Let's just say that, let's say that you've always wanted to be good at yoga. Then go learn how to be incredible at yoga. Cause I guarantee you, there's something that you can take out of that's going to help you and the people in your office and everybody around you benefit. If you truly throw yourself into that growth and I don't mean to be diminishing of yoga and I don't mean to be, to talk too good about yoga. Just go pick something. Maybe it's RC racing. I don't, I don't care what it is. Go find something, learn and, and become deeper on it and, and figure out a way of sharing that that's going to help you with all the other things that you do because of a sharp mind and, and the people that you end up being around because you're trying to be a sharper mind are ones that are going to expand your business in so many ways. It's, it's incredible. Don't just get caught in that crappy cycle of, I know it. Yeah.
0: Is that why you said you've been taking all those pole dancing classes?
1: <laughs> that's one of the reasons why the other is my upper body strength it gets my upper body strength I, I tried the kettle pole thing and I kept hitting myself in the head so I figured I'd, I figured I'd dance on the pole instead so thanks for bringing that up Ben Just is one you guys out in the podcast land <laughs> I can guarantee you this guy ain't swinging around right any pole I'd rip that pole out of the roof the first time I tried to toil around <laughs> the that, would be, that, that would be a hell of a podcast yeah so, that's Yeah, but we should do
0: so if this gets 1 million
1: likes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if it gets 1 million likes, I'll go ahead and get on the pole and dance. That's awesome, yeah. But not (laughs) 999,999.
0: Yeah, you me either if we got that close, I'd take it off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'd have to, I'm gonna have to start checking IP addresses at about (laughs) 500,000. I like it
0: awesome was that is that is that your list do you have anything else to add
1: man that's that's probably too much that's probably too much opinion right there i know you uh, uh, i know, uh, I know uh, you yeah, like to come and go over the deep end but
0: if if there's one thing that i know people love sitting around listening to other people's opinions
1: yeah <laughs> whatever <Right? dude>. <laughs> 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 why else would social media be, have been babies puppies
0: babies puppies people's opinions. opinions. (laughs) All right, guys. If you are listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Deezer, you know, any of those podcast websites, you know, do whatever they call their thing. Either follow us, subscribe to us, you know, just click whatever their perspective button is. And then make sure that you you set it up where you get notified every time that we put out a new podcast, if you're liking what you're hearing. If you're watching this or listening to it on YouTube, Make sure for a fact that you hit that red button and subscribe to the podcast and then hit that little bell right beside of it so you get notified when we upload something to YouTube. As always, guys, with anything that we do, we just want to be part of your win.